All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back again to the Straight Love Podcast. We are tickled pink to have you join us as always. Uh, Jim and I just can't get enough of the fact that you continue to tune in, uh, regardless of the fact that, um, you know, Jim and I... We have nothing really to we, say. We don't really, we don't <laughs> really talk value. about much of anything. It's just a bunch <laughs> of mumbo-jumbo, but uh, it's always laced with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... I like that, eh? Laced with love. Is that good? It's good. Okay, we could start a, like a lingerie line with that. Oh. Hey. There you go. That could be go. something. Oh, see, we snow, we snowball these ideas. It's man. for the future empire. <laughs> Laced with love. All right, yeah. we're on to something. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't done so already, you know what to do. Head on over to Instagram, straight love, str the number eight dot love. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Give us a DM. Slide into our DMs and send us a dick pic. We're into that kind of thing. Oh so man. We'll edit that out. Don't oh. worry. It's okay. <laughs> you know what I was trying to? I'm so um, I'm so terrible at social media. I saw a clip of. It's very, very old. It was of uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, God. Just such a legend. Yeah. He was on... He was on... It was when he was on the Arsenio Hall show of oh. all things. Hey, man. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And he asked him, does Macho Man cry? And then he... Some insightful shit. Absolutely. And I was like... And I saw it and I said, I, I need to figure out... I need to put this on <laughs> as one of our, as a story. And I and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't figure out how to... So you, you didn't... You'd actually, you'd actually see it on Instagram, I guess. You're on like Facebook or something. And I then believe, you're trying I to... Think, yeah. I okay. believe it was, it was either a YouTube clip or on Facebook. And I even like briefly tried to research how to do this. And I just... I couldn't do it, man. Oh, man. Man, that's so bummed. You know what? Such a good clip. Ah, oh, that would have been. You know what? I'm going to see if I can figure that out because yeah. I know exactly. He was in character the whole time talking yeah. oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Arsenio Hall show. Fucking <laughs> rights, man. That is, that is. Okay. It was really good. We're going to track that down. Out. We're going to yeah. share it with you out Please there. Please figure it out. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of legends, man, uh, one of the legends in the cult uh, classic kind of documentary genre passed away recently. And I was talking to Jim about this. And for whatever reason, I don't know how many people uh, actually know about this movie. It's called uh, The American Movie. And it's a documentary it was released back in, I think, 1999. And it's just basically a movie about two guys. It's a documentary about two guys making a documentary. No, two guys making like a horror movie called Coven. And it's just this really... I don't know. One of the guys is really sweet, and the other guy is just kind of like they're, they're kind of like you know they're 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 boozers a little bit. They kind of like have a bit of a gambling problem. Uh, but it's just it's this cult classic where people really gravitated towards it for whatever reason. That movie popped into my head yesterday. No idea why. Just I don't know where. I hadn't thought about it in years. Hadn't seen it in years. Popped into my mind. I'm on the MSN homepage today, and I find out that one of the actors died today of cancer. He was sober for 27 years, died of cancer. And I thought to myself, huh, weird of all things. And I'd said that to you, Jim, and uh, your, what was your response to that? Like, how, how do these kinds of things happen in that way? And, and what, it, I don't know, just bizarre. It is kind of bizarre. Yeah, I get it. Something in the same context happened to me maybe like two weeks ago. Uh, and I think what it is is, um, I think it's the universe just... At least this is what I'm telling myself. I think it's the universe just trying to see if you're paying attention. See, I love that, man. And so I'll I'll share what happened to me. Um, I was I was planning that day after work to like go to the grocery store or something like that to run some errands mm-hmm. after after work. And I don't wear uh, my contacts daily or my glasses. I don't wear them at work because I don't need to. Okay. But I took a pair of contacts with me um, that I had used the night before to go to the gym and so i just had put them in like the contact lens little carrying case type thing right so they weren't an actual like fresh pair of daily contacts 
Anyways, I go to put the contacts in after work and one of them is like ripped in half. Oh. And I'm like, well, that stinks because now this is going to make my errands a little bit less enjoyable because I'm going to be, might as well be a fucking pirate. Not that my vision is <laughs> that bad. Things will be a little blurry. Yeah, but then I remembered that I always keep a spare brand new pair of contacts in my truck. So I went out and I grabbed those. And much to my surprise, I opened one of them up and these are brand new. I've never used them before. One of them was ripped. Hmm. But the thing was, is I had one from the old pair and I had one from the new pair. And last I checked, I have two eyes. <laughs> so I had a full pair. All right. And I kind of laughed and pretty much like instantly I, I said out loud, I was like, thanks universe. Uh. And it's like, it's completely not a big deal about anything, but it's kind of interesting because I, I, as I was kind of smiling about it, driving away, I was thinking, well... The universe just saved me right now from, let's say, whenever, however, let's say I needed that backup spare pair of contacts that were in my truck because I was out somewhere, wherever it might have been. Mm -hmm. Well, I would have, I would have opened up that, that pair and there would have been that ripped one in there. Right. And I wouldn't have had this extraneous other single oh, one I see what you're saying. to sort of save the day. Sure, sure. So I kind of... It, it made me smile even more because the universe sort of said, well, here, we made you figure out that this one's ripped, this backup emergency pair in your truck. Now, it's ripped. Yeah. So now you can put a, a new fresh pair in there and you'll be okay in case you ever need them. And again, is this like end of the world stuff or, or revelation stuff in my life? No, not at all. Well, until you, when you need that new pair of, 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 of down the line someplace. Yeah. Like, who knows I mean, how my, the, my vision is really like. not that terrible at all. But nonetheless, it just was one of those things where it's kind of, I really believe it's sort of, it's like the universe checking if you're paying attention to to the magic that it has, right? See, I, I, I dig that, man. And that's that's just such a, a wonderful way of putting it. You know, just being awake enough to see those kinds of things, make that kind of connection and just kind of appreciate and be like, oh, yeah. huh, look at that. How many people would have thought about that? How many people would have been, of, 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 of you know, thought about it in that kind of a context? Right, and it, and it, I think it very rarely has to be anything that's life-altering, right? It, these little moments of magic, if you want to call them. I think the important thing is having the awareness to to see it, and and when you when you because it's happening all the time, it's, it's happening all the happening. time yeah. everywhere Every around us. Day. It's the yep. the problem isn't the problem isn't the lack of magic the problem is the lack of seeing it seeing and the awareness it, yeah totally and when you get better at it you, obviously you see more of it and when you see more of it then you you have more of it at your disposal at your availability and then i think that's really what happens to you know it's uh it's a it's a law of attraction term but i think that's how you enable yourself to to be in the vortex and i think the vortex is kind of like synonymous mm. with being in the now, right. And, and having the good feeling of being in the now, mm -hmm. um, and, and using that and building off of that momentum to like, to be a creator, to manifest. Oh, hell yeah, man. That kind of stuff. If that makes sense. Well, look at me. I can live in the now and I can see into the future when people are going to die. Yeah. I mean, I never thought, I never, I never knew I had those kinds of powers and that kind of vision, but now apparently I do. So the next time I think about someone just out of nowhere, I'm <laughs> going to have to call dead. them and be like, bad news. <laughs> bad news. You got always. like 24 yeah. hours. <laughs> it's it. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I'm rarely wrong about this kind of thing. Jeez. Say goodbye. <laughs> oh, man. You know, Jim and I were talking a little bit before about um, moments in time that can really change a person's life. Like change a person's life to the point where you're kind of like someone before and after that particular moment. And it's just, uh, it's kind of amazing how we don't know when those moments are necessarily going to happen, but everybody, for the most part, I mean, if you're living your life, if you're really living your life, uh, you can kind of like, if you, if you look back on things, man, like you've been alive for, for how long? 41 years, 42, 42 years. Okay. So what is that? Like several thousand days? I mean, several. And, and when you look back on your life, how many of those days do you actually remember? You know, how many of those days can you look back and be like, okay, well, out of those however many thousand, mm-hmm. you know, you've only gotten a certain amount of memories that you can kind of pull out and be like, oh, that was a significant moment. That was a significant moment. You know, that was a significant moment. I was a changed person from, from that to that. Um, I don't know. Like, what do you, like, what do you think about that kind of a concept? You know, like, I mean, how I, you- I actually think about that. I have thought about that before, about how little I remember, like two from two avenues. One, how how little I remember of how many, and you, you put it like a really, a very um, kind of poignant way about how many days. It's a lot of fucking days. Yeah. Yeah. And how many do you really remember? How many hours? I mean, shit, have you been alive? Like, if yeah. you want to break it really down, like we're talking hundreds of thousands, millions, You're, I don't know. Yeah, it, and and how much of that do you really remember? It's yeah. probably a one-digit percent. I would have, I would assume so. Yeah. And to tack on something is, do, are you even remembering it accurately? Oh my God, that's another thing. Apparently, our memories aren't as good as no. we think they are. Eh? No, absolutely not. Hmm. And I was, it's a very interesting thing because a lot of those things kind of like shape and mold who we are or what we think or yes. what we believe to be a circumstance that happened or what we believe our condition to be. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I, I, th- I think it's really cool. I think it's kind of I'm not saying anything really insightful there, but no, it, 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 I mean, it is, it is kind of interesting how we can think back and, you know, relive certain moments, but relive them in the, in the way that we think that they existed in this moment. Right. Yeah. I mean, like there's certain, memories that I have about the circus when I was, I don't know, six, I think, yeah. you know, I think I remember being on top of an elephant riding it around, or is it just because I saw that a picture was in of India, it? man. Right. Yes. I wasn't six. <laughs> we I were was six. closer to 36. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. See already memory. Terrible. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I think that like, what, what about when you look back on like a, um, like a photo album or something like that. And yeah. you're looking at all these different pictures and you think to yourself, do, do you really think like, do you remember that particular memory or are you just kind of like, okay, well there's this snippet in time. So obviously I was there, Yeah. but do you remember every day of grade eight math class, you know, but I, I don't remember a day of grade eight math class. I don't know that I do either, man. Like, what did I learn back then? But it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting concept because like I was saying earlier, it really, a lot of those perceived memories and ideas and everything like that it really shapes like who we think we are and who Mm -hmm. we think we're destined to be and and we don't need to be and sure there are i think part of what you're getting at is there are these really abrupt acute moments in life moments in time that can change our lives totally whatever they might be you know the, positive the day you and, your daughter's born or what you know yeah like exactly these, these really impackful moments where right it's just yeah but there's also you know we're all like these um 
10 year, 20 year overnight successes, as it says, you know, when mm-hmm, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you hear about, uh, whatever business entrepreneur or another musician that's hit it big and yeah. it seems like they came out of nowhere, but you know, you'll speak to them and that, that person will say, well, actually I've been playing dive bars for the last 18 yeah, years, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's really a, it's a culmination of everything that we are. And, and the, I can't remember what you were saying earlier, but it made me think of this kind of aspect about like experience, shared experience, but different perception. So, you know, we can go, we can be shoulder to shoulder at a concert or, or, you know, mm-hmm. like at a sporting event, like we've been in the past yep. and we'll have the exact same experience. We'll see the same thing, same plays, yeah. you know, but we won't have the same memory of it. We yeah. won't have the same perception of it. We won't have the same experience personally. Of sure. It. Yeah. And it's, I find that to be very interesting. Like we, you may not even have the same feeling of it a year later as the feeling you had while you were there for whatever reason that might be. Not that it changes completely or anything like that, but you could be in the moment of something and Mm -hmm. experience a certain feeling towards it. And then when you're thinking back on it, it could be completely different. Well, yeah, totally, man. I could, I couldn't agree with you more. That's why people have those feelings of nostalgia, right? Yeah. You know, looking back and trying to, to relive those memories, but within that moment, you know, you think about certain uh, soccer championships that we've won. Well, we were ecstatic within that moment. You look back on those memories now and <laughs> yeah. it's like, shit. I mean, it's, it feels good to think about it, but I'm certainly not experiencing the yeah. same kind of excitement and elation that I was within that moment, right? Yeah, or even thinking of, um, I don't know, say always having like a tumultuous Christmas dinner with your family or your relatives where everyone's showing at each other and another thing. And, turkey and then, yeah. yeah, and then you think about it you know, 10 years down the line and you remember it with fond memory somehow because of, (laughs) because of everyone being there. Yeah. And it's just really interesting because like, what's true? (laughs) Oh no, I don't know. That's that's such an interesting question. Yeah. Like what's true and when is it true? Oh, I don't know, but you just named the episode. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. What's true. Fuck. I mean, yeah. Like I, I guess they're both, I mean, it's all true, isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. It just is. And and that's why it's uh, like this. I don't know. This thinking, positive thinking, whatever you want to call it. I, I just, I've been actually like really fascinated with the power behind it over the last maybe like month of, or two. positive thinking? Yeah. And even like perceptive thinking and being aware of these you know going going back to the top of all of this and saying hey you know i this popped into my head and then i saw this thing and then i had this thing funny thing with my context and just like being aware of all this thinking right and like the power that it has and yeah sure i mean there's some pitfalls and downfalls to thinking too much about yeah yeah, exactly and it could be a pretty slippery slope Mm -hmm. but but at the same time, anything that's a slippery slope, I mean, you can you can also climb to the apex of it if you're doing it the right way. That's that's a, I love that analogy, man. Yeah, totally. And and that's why I, I mean, it's you can choose to be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is a choice. It is. It, it has to be. And the reason it has to be is because we don't all live the same circumstance. And to believe that. I mean, does it make it easier to be happy when you have running water and the internet and, you know, yeah. a house? Yeah, it makes it a lot happier. But the thing is, is I, I'm, I find it really hard to believe that having, you tell me how much of the world that doesn't have those luxuries daily, that 
those those people are all forsaken to never be happy it just can't be true no i agree with you i agree with you and that's such that's that's an interesting point i i do man there's so much there's a lot to unpack there in the way that i think that when you do have a sense of security you roof over your head not yeah. worrying about when your next meal is going to come from just feeling safe whether that's because you've got a, a partner that you feel safe with or parents or whatever that is i think there's something to be said for that because then it's it's probably easier to choose happiness but, um, you know, like you said, in the same sense, there's some people, I think that they did like a happiness test. I don't know how they do these things, but they, to figure out what were the happiest places in the world are. Yeah. And it, it, it wasn't based on whoever had the most money or the most stuff. I think that they found that the, the, the people per, per capita or something like that, that had the most lived in Qatar and the Bhutan, pe- Bhutan, was it Bhutan? Bhutan. Yeah. No, the people who had like the most like money. Oh, or, like, sorry. The most, yeah, I yeah, apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Qatar. But like, I think like the happiest people lived somewhere in like Central America. Yeah. It was, it was like, I don't know, El Salvador maybe or something right. like that. But, and that was only because they had, they didn't have a lot of monetary, um, you know, they didn't have a lot of maybe money in the bank, but they had community, yeah. they had family, they had love. Yeah. And, and that in itself increased their happiness to a point where I think they were even happier than the people in Qatar. Now, I don't know. You can take that for what you want. I'm not going to say that money doesn't buy happiness. I don't know if I believe that because I can only imagine what it's like to fly in a private jet everywhere. But I don't know, man. Happiness, I, I think it is still a choice. I mean, we've talked about this, the, 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 the biggest regrets of the dying. This, and, and one of them was, I wish I would have allowed myself to be happier. Right. Like, yeah. fuck, what does and, that say? And think of that. Like, just think of those words, allowed myself. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. That very Hence, important. it's a choice. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and to think that there's a lot of people out there that are living lives, maybe they just don't realize it until they're on their deathbed. Like, they didn't realize that, hey, yeah. I could have been happier yeah. if I just would have, I don't know, lived my life a different way or felt a different way or, or treated people differently. I don't know, man. It's amazing. That's also a challenge because we've spoken about it before, but how do you, how do you cultivate awareness in someone else, right? Like how do you help yeah. someone else be more aware unless you're following them around all the time saying, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? What about now? What about now? <laughs> hey, did you notice that? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, do you know that you're, unless you're doing that, like how do you really help people with that kind of thing? But it really is starting with knowing that you can, you, mm-hmm. and maybe that doesn't mean you're going to do it right in that second, right in that moment. Right be able to choose those things, but knowing that you can choose and, and maybe it is that you are that 10 year overnight success. And the one and the next thing, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're like, yes, I can choose to be happy because the thing is that people with, it's not to say that people with money, without money, don't have community, family, friends, all those types of things. Right. Of course. But you get to choose if you value that. Absolutely. And so it's like anything in your life, you get to choose if you value what you have in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, there's a lot of power in that. Fucking amen. 100%. Well, listen, we hope that all of you out there choose to be happy. And the best way to choose to be happy is choose to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Right, Jim? Yeah, yeah. Fucking A, man. Yep. Good episode today, brother. Great episode. Love you. Love you, man. We love you all so much. Thank you for listening.